0: Australian firefighters are joining rescue operations following this week's devastating earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. The death toll is nearly 12,000 a figure which will continue to climb. As the uh, Turkish government acknowledges difficulties with the initial emergency response, international crews are arriving to help where they can. 72 of them will come from Australia, 52 from New South Wales. Paul Baxter is the New South Wales Fire and Rescue Commissioner and he joins us now. Welcome to RM Breakfast. Good morning, thanks. Where will Australian personnel be deployed and when are they heading off?
1: Uh, well, preparations are, are well underway now. It's quite a um, quite a logistical exercise. Uh, we expect uh, tomorrow to be lifted by the uh, Australian Defence Force uh, and start making our way to uh, to Turkey. To
0: what will crews actually be doing there? Is it just helping to clear rubble, rebuilding? Give me a sense of the specific tasks they will be told to do.
1: Yeah, whatever is required, really. Um, we we work under. Uh, a very prescriptive United Nations system. Our teams are uh, UN classified. That means that they're trained and tested uh, to be able to operate in these severe um, disaster environments. Uh, we work to a very prescriptive approach in terms of command and control uh, resource deployment. So we will get into country. We'll establish ourselves um, in the base of operations uh, in the, in a camp. We'll live under tents, canvas. Uh, we'll be fully self-sufficient. Our people will be eating Military-style ration packs, so that we don't place any burden on an already um, overburdened uh, emergency system, uh, and then we work with uh, the United Nations um, INSERAG or International Search and Rescue system um, for deploying to where the the local emergency management agency needs us the most.
0: That's interesting. Okay, so you'll you'll be directed. Obviously, you're part of a very um, diverse group across the the world. We've heard the parts of Syria are proving difficult to access. Will Australian personnel be operating there? Do you know?
1: Uh, obviously, the, the the security arrangements uh, for working in these countries is of prime importance for us. So, we actually take uh, police officers from New South Wales Police. We take people from Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade to watch very carefully um, the, the additional dangers that are imposed because of the security arrangements. So, once again, uh, we'll be working under the, under that direction. Uh, and guidance to make sure our people are as safe as they can possibly be.
0: How will crews approach the situation in Turkey and in Syria? Um, I mean, obviously, the, in terms of security, as you've just described, Syria is considered a really different proposition, right?
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, I think people are well aware of the the problems that Syria has been under for a number of years now, and um, you know the the terrorism threat and the. The threat of uh, of actors, not even Syrian actors, um, with the opportunity and in, in Western people was obviously pretty significant. So um, that's been you know looked at very carefully. Um, it's it's important to note that we do operate under the United Nations banner, um, even though we're you know Australian teams that are that are in country there. Uh, so um, it's it's independent. It is there for rescue, and um, you know hopefully it will be it will be seen as that. Um, the, the types of sites that we'll be operating on, you know, you can have just one building collapse, which can, uh, can tie up an entire team for days, and we're talking about hundreds and hundreds of buildings. So um, the teams that are already in country have come from our, our other partners under the, the UN umbrella from Europe and the Middle East, so they're already there on the rubble piles doing all they can do, and I would imagine they're getting pretty tired, so... The next wave of responders, uh, such as ourselves, coming in from further afield, will be a, a welcome sight to those already in country.
0: We've heard of difficulty getting heavy machinery into into these disaster zones. Are Australian personnel bringing in their own
1: equipment? Yes, that's part of it, part of the system. Um, we we travel fully self sufficient, so we take with us tons and tons of. Hydraulic equipment, uh, electronic monitoring equipment, um, everything that we need to operate, and that system has been built up over decades under under the system and you know with the experience of responses into other disasters, uh, you know such as as Christchurch and Japan and all of these uh, these disasters that have occurred over the last decade or so.
0: How will their training and their experience in Sydney? Um, and in New South Wales, help them in Turkey. What are the skills, and what are the what's the kind of work that they've done in the past that will equip them in this kind of place?
1: Yeah, so so each of our uh, our operators uh, um, are qualified for this. We've got a, a large training facility in Western Sydney at our um, Fire Service uh, Training Academy. Um, it's actually modelled off the Christchurch earthquakes. Um, actually, features some of those very um, those very scenes, uh, heavy concrete. Um, our people are are trained to cut through concrete, to cut steel, uh, to shore up unsafe buildings, to crawl through tunnels, uh, to work in you know, up, up upsided trains, um in the various very heaviest and most difficult uh, sort of rescue situations you could possibly imagine.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Paul. Really appreciate your time. thanks thanks for talking to us. Paul Baxter is the New South Wales Fire and Rescue Commissioner.